0: That's ALLBIRDS.com, code super24. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez, Inez Says. Today. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Inez Says Pod. Scott Inez with you today. You can check out the pod most everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify. The WDBO app, WDBO.com. You also check me out on the air, on the radio every single weekday with Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. If you're outside Orlando, check me out there in the WDBO app. It has been an amazing scene in Cuba here over the last few days. Thousands of protesters taking to the streets there in Cuba to protest the communist regime. It is one of the largest anti-government demonstrations in the modern history of that island nation in the last 60 plus years. And in turn, there have been crowds gathering all over the state of Florida, of Cuban Americans and throughout Orlando in support of democracy for those people there in Cuba. Now, Marcos Marchena has lived here in Central Florida for over 50 years. He emigrated from Cuba back in 1971. Marcos of the law firm Marchena and Graham here in Orlando. And Marcos has been instrumental instrumental in trying to get freedom to those cuban people down there on that island nation earlier marcos joined me on orlando's morning news on wdbo 1073 fm at am 580 you have been saying for a long time that change in cuba is going to come from the cuban people i guess the question is 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 this the point marcos Is, is this the point in history where the cuban people rise up and and put an end to the communist regime here
1: We think so, uh, Scott, and good morning to you. We think so if they get the right support from outside uh, of the the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, uh, these brave men and women have taken to the streets to say enough is enough against the communist regime. Uh, But uh, the communist regime moved very quickly to shut down the Internet, then shut their voices off. So we need to amplify their voices and make sure that the rest of the world continues to hear what they were trying to say
0: interesting Uh, you know what kind of message do these american gatherings these gatherings here in orlando do for the cuban people do they know that they're going on i mean as you just said marcos the internet is shut down there's no social media now in cuba are 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 those people down there in cuba are they going to get the message
1: We're getting the message to them through landline Mm -hmm. telephone calls. Mm -hmm. Those are still live. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are a lot of calls being made to them telling them, hang tough, keep taking the photographs, even if you can't send them out. Keep taking the videos, even if you can't send them out. Mm We are here trying to make sure that your voices are heard and the Cuban government has to turn the Internet back on. Mm. How
0: unusual, Marcos, is it for the Cuban people to do this? I mean, the government rules with an iron fist, obviously, down there. I do not remember a protest of this magnitude. Give us some insight into, you know, the the magnitude of this, how courageous these Cuban people are to take the streets like they've done the last few days.
1: They have basically said, Scott, my life doesn't matter. I understand what may happen to me, but my freedom and my family's freedom is more important than my life. There hasn't been anything like this in my uh, memory. There was one relatively small incident in 1994 in Havana, and it was put down very, very quickly. It wasn't taken up across the island like uh, this one has been. So this is this is very significant. I've told my friends for a long time that I thought both Castros needed to be out of power before things were really going to happen. The man that is now the so-called president uh, is basically uh, a a bureaucrat. He wasn't a revolutionary, so the people don't have really any allegiance to him, and, and this is being shown by what's going on now.
0: The communist government of Cuba obviously blaming the United States for what has gone on over the last uh, three days there in Cuba with the protest. What are your thoughts, Marcos, about uh, the embargo that President Trump put on uh, the island nation of Cuba? And and, uh, has that kind of sparked what we're seeing right now in terms of high prices down there, COVID-19, an issue with, with the pandemic? Has the embargo sparked what we're seeing right now?
1: Look, uh, blaming the embargo has been the the playbook uh, by the regime down there for a long time, for 60 years. Mm-hmm. And what, what we remind people is Cuba can trade with the rest of the world. They can trade with 95% of the world. They can even buy medicine from here, okay? So all of that is an excuse. What they've done is taken the money that should have been spent on, on rebuilding the country, on building the country, have siphoned it off for themselves and to live well, and basically have left the country to live on meager rations that are unsustainable. So the embargo has had the desired effect, but the embargo cannot be blamed completely for what they're going through. Their mismanagement and their oppression is what has caused the situation they're facing now.
0: Mm. Marcos, where does this go from here? I mean, the Cuban people, uh, they're not able to be armed there in, in that nation. So how how does how does a revolution get sparked? How does it happen w- without a population that that at least legally it is not supposed to be
1: armed? You know, it happened in Romania. Uh, the people in Romania basically did not have arms. They rose up, uh, they came out in mass like the Cuban people did. It continued to grow day after day, and eventually uh, the rulers had to say, um, we, "We need to leave if we're going to leave with our lives." And what happened eventually was the military uh, decided. Uh, to turn the rank and file decided they were not going to attack the people. That's what we're. That's the message we're trying to convey to the military in Cuba. Your fight is not with the Cuban people. You're supposed to be protecting them, and you've been sold down the river, uh, just like the Cuban people have by the government that is there now. You need to turn on them, um, and if if enough people take to the streets. I think that message will get through to the rank-and-file military, and and that's where we'll see a real turning point. But the pressure needs to continue from every country around the world, uh, and that's what we hope um, our rallies and the rallies that are taking place around the world uh, will bring about, pressure from countries outside of, of Cuba, uh, uh, put on Cuba, to say you cannot, Keep
0: people from demonstrating. Well, we we hope this is it. We we we've been waiting what sixty plus years uh, yes, for something sir. like this to happen. And Marcos, one final question. I'll let you go. I just want to get into your head and your heart. I know you probably have relatives back there in Cuba. You emigrated from Cuba back in nineteen seventy one. What what are your emotions right now? Is as, as you you saw these videos of the people taking to the streets in Havana and elsewhere in Cuba? What 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 is your thought process? What are you thinking right now?
1: Well, se- several thoughts. One was um, recognizing the incredible courage uh, of these people who are, that are doing this, recognizing the desperation that they must feel in order to get to this point, frankly, wishing I were there uh, with them, um, uh, and and thinking that... Um, had we all stayed, uh, we probably would have already toppled this regime. But, of course, as we always say, hindsight is 20, 20. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Marcos, we'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for your expertise uh, today. We do appreciate it. We will stay in touch. And again, uh, thank you for your time this morning, Marcos.
1: Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day.
0: And much appreciation to Marcos Marchena for that chat about what is going on in Cuba right now. That will do it for the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it everywhere, including Spotify. You can find me on the radio, on WDBO, every single weekday with Orlando's Morning News. I'm Scott Inez. Have a great day.